You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode, Friday edition of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. John, some sports guy hitting here on this lovely Friday by myself today doing another solo show. However, can't wait to talk to you guys about what we have, you know, on the schedule for today, a little news update surrounding the Houston Texans as an organization, including some roster depth chart guys that, you know, definitely want to get that information out. And it's also Free Agent Friday. Today I'm going to talk about a particular already on the roster guy that I think is crucial to the success of what the Houston Texans can do defensively and why he needs to be back in the red, white, and blue. But as always, you can definitely find us on Spotify, Megaphone, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much all of the major podcasting platforms. And listen, today is the last day that you can enter your name into the $50 Visa gift card giveaway. Just go ahead. Go to YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Okay? Simple. Scroll down to the bottom. Subscribe with your email. You'll get that email link and from there we'll do the rest we want to go ahead and make sure you have the opportunity to lease win yourself fifty dollars i mean who doesn't want fifty dollars extra that they can play with go ahead and subscribe i uh, got some injury news to talk about today the houston texans uh cornerback garyon conley who we traded for mid-season for a third round pick from the oakland la las vegas whoever they are the raiders uh, he underwent a procedure on his right ankle this past week to remove a screw. Uh, as you guys know, uh, like I mentioned, he was brought in midseason. Conley went ahead and shared the experience through his Instagram, showing the end result of the procedure and called the surgery. Not the major. Not the major. Listen, these guys are athletes, and a lot of these tidbit surgeries, it's not the major. At least according to Garyon Conley. Conley appeared in eight games, started six, posting 27 total tackles, 11 pass deflections, and those 11 pass deflections during that stretch of when he played for the Houston Texans led the Texans in two games during the playoffs. Conley had 10 total tackles, one sack, and three pass deflections. And so, uh, I'm happy that he is already under contract moving forward into next season. And, you know, I mentioned I mentioned the free agent Friday, who I believe needs to return back defensively on the defensive side of the ball. I'm also going to dive into something that the Texans can work out that can help them in their favor, but it also can backfire. So a little bit of who's who and what's what that the Texans can go ahead and wrap up if they can get the deal done, renegotiation done in order to uh, secure what you already have on defense. Uh, other good news, outside of the surgery and Conley, you know, having a successful surgery, 
the Texans are being represented by Deshaun Watson, who's a two-time Pro Bowler, and Laramie Tunsil. He's made his first Pro Bowl um, over the weekend. The game is this Sunday. And one, um, I think, a great football exchange, whether you like the guy or not, when you love the game of football, there are certain things that you just love to see, and that's just guys orchestrating to work out and get better with one another. And I'm talking about Deshaun Watson meeting up with Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson and discussing the possibility of the two quarterbacks getting together this offseason to work out in Miami. What's not to love about iron sharpening iron? Both of these guys had early playoff exits. Both of these guys does one thing better than the other quarterback. So learning from one another, both in the AFC, that also includes Patrick Mahomes, who right now has been talked about being the MVP of all sports. I think he is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Why not go out and get better? Because you know in the next 10 years or so, this conference is going to be either on lock or wide open with competition. I think these three quarterbacks are the future for the AFC. You can also, depending on what Tennessee does to continue their reign, throw in Ryan Tannehill. However, two of these quarterbacks are from the 2017 draft class. I talk about it all the time. The Chicago Bears pass up on Watson and Mahomes. And then you look at Lamar Jackson being taken in 2018. These are the perennial quarterbacks of the future. Jackson, Mahomes, and Watson. And I love to see these guys work together. Also, another good news before we get out of here and move along. Former Houston Texans player Charles James says he is coming back to Houston to play for the Roughnecks XFL this season, which kicks off in February. He was the unlikely hard knock star in 2016. I played for the Texans at cornerback before he was waived from the team's active roster. He's also known for his creative socks. And I also think he got a sock deal out of that as well. Nonetheless, you're here to hear about the Houston Texans and what they can do to not have your tears continue into the next season. And I think that firing Chris Olsen at the time that they did may backfire. Especially considering who they have on their roster, if they keep him, they can definitely secure talent at a position. Who am I talking about? You'll find out. As we look around the Houston Texans organization, there's been a lot of turmoil. There's been a, a few changes. You know, linebacker coach out, cap, co cap master out, um, promotions. Anthony Weaver is up to D.C., uh, Romeo Cornell is out as DC, and we're still waiting to see if he will return to the Texans in what capacity or will he retire. And this is only January. February and March hasn't even really gotten here, right? It's not, it's not the real meat of what the offseason really means isn't here. We're not even to the thick of the fold, and yet we've seen changes, whether they have been justified, whether they are whether it has been the right move or the wrong move, changes are inevitable, right? And now we look around the roster and there are guys that need to be resigned. But specifically, we know that there is a lack of depth 
talent-wise at the secondary position, mainly cornerback, which is why the in-season trade, mid-season trade to go get Conley was, you know, needed. We didn't have anybody else to put there talent-wise when everybody started to go down. And right now, currently, when we look around the depth chart for the Houston Texans, we know we have, he's going to be in his second year, Lonnie Johnson, Keon Crossan, Garyon Conley, Anthony Chelsea, and Cornell Armstrong that are all under contract. But now the Texans have to figure out what they're going to do with Vernon Hargraves. They can possibly cut him from the team if they cannot reconstructure his contract. And before we even get into his contract, when he was traded, played six games for the Houston Texans, started in two of them, collected 21 tackles, a tackle for loss, two pass breakups. He was picked up off waivers from Tampa Bay once he was cut from them during the 2019 season. And his production doesn't match his salary, which if they keep him under what he currently will make, it'll be $10 million. North of nine, nine, five, close to $10 million. So they cut him, they'll be saving that much money. Now, of course, nobody wants to give him $10 million. In your limited time, I mean, you had a limited time here, six million dollars, six games rather. There's not much that flashed off the screen when you played. Granted, no offseason. Granted, thrown into the fire. Granted, change of scenery. But the $10 million that you would make wasn't even deserving. If you would have stayed in Tampa, considering they cut you, released you in the middle of the season. Like there was no reason for you to be around at that time no more. That's how bad it was. We just went ahead and picked you up because we needed bodies. Now the question becomes, what logically can the Houston Texans do? And since Chris Olsen is out, we'll see who's going to take up that slack, avoid, fill that void of working the cap, figuring out how to distribute what money. The Texans currently have, and I have to correct myself from early on in the week, the Texans currently have $54 million. And there's deals that have to get done that are going to be essential to this, the success of this team moving forward. Vernon Hargraves can possibly be a part of that. But the 9.9, actually, that you're going to make is just it's not feasible to do. Now, if we can get that under five or around five, save four million, save five million, then that's perfect. Then moving forward, hey, if you go out there and ball out, perfect. I mean, we love it. Ball out. Then you're earning your money. The conundrum that the Texans are in right now is can they really afford to lose out on him? There's a reason why I let you guys know who's currently on the roster. Now, we know we have Honey Johnson Jr., and I talked about earlier in the week how I feel it's time to move on from our secondary coach, but he's still here, so there's not much I can say um, in regards to making a change there, but he's still our second-round pick, Lonnie Johnson. He still has time to grow and learn. However, 
I think this is it for Jonathan Joseph. I've also spoke on how I don't believe the Texans will get Roby and Reader back. And also spoke about who I think is more important. A little hint at later on. But nothing right now is more important than Blue Chew. Why? Well, Blue Chew helps you with your confidence. <laughs> the Texans need confidence in getting deals done. I, especially tonight on the weekend, a Friday night, you, Friday night, you're going to need that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. Blue, like the color, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Silas, so you know it works. Take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since it's chewable, guys, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Bluetooth is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visit. No waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code LOCKED ON. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E CHU. Dot com promo code locked on to try for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. But the Vernon Hargraves deal can work out. And I think that when you analyze, okay, Norman is going to be a possible free agent. We don't know what Washington is going to do with him moving forward. If he's in their plans or not, we don't know about Tremaine Johnson. Xavier Rhodes, Janoris Jenkins was on that last year with, with his deal with New Orleans. A.J. Bouye, I don't see him leaving. Well, I don't see Jacksonville letting him go considering in the last couple seasons, there are a lot of players getting out of there. They hate that. They're probably going to wrap him in because they need that defensive help. So we don't know about a lot of other cornerbacks that could possibly hit the market, whether they're going to be released or free agents. We don't know. One thing we do know is if we can work out something with Vernon, take a couple of that dollars off, knock it down from nine to five, nine to four. Moving forward, it can work out. And that's only because the talent at the depth is just not there. I hate to say it. Because we're still on the bubble about what Lonnie Johnson can do. And I think he can be an amazing talent. He has potential. He's strong. He's fast. He's physical. He has the speed. He has the length. But we still have to see what he can do in the second year. Garyon Conley moving forward is the only corner that I think when he came to this new position, well, not a new position, his new role, new scenery, he popped off to me. He popped off the screen to me, and I think moving forward, I would like to see Joseph, hey, you know what? I'm done. I've given the game all I could. Now I'm going to transition into a different role with the team. Stay in Houston. Just not play anymore. And Vernon Hargraves is still a 2016 first-round draft pick. Still have first-round talent. And a lot of these guys, they go to teams that scheme doesn't work for them. Zone, man, man, zone. He played much better, more enthused, more excitement here in Houston than what he did in Tampa. A lot of that could be because he just wasn't winning. 
bad situation. You know, played in Florida, stayed in Florida. A lot of times, guys either get away from where they play ball at or where they're from. Came to Houston, they look better. So hopefully they can get that deal done. There's also another deal that I think needs to get done, very crucial to the success of what this team can do moving forward. It can also save you drafting in that area because he's already going to be there. So all you're going to do is have to add to what he already is doing. Who am I talking about? You guys may know exactly who am I talking about. We'll figure that out. Good news out of the, I don't know, hospital, social media. I don't know where where it's coming from, but good news. Justin Reed uh, had a successful surgery on his Lambrium that he played with um, during the 2019 season. Had that successful surgery, so he's going to be uh, getting himself prepared physically, of course, mentally throughout the offseason so he can come back into a training camp ready as he can be. Reed is just a stud. So it's good to see that he had a successful surgery. Now we have to talk about free agent Fridays. This is what the Lockdown Podcast Network, you know, set up every Friday. We can talk about free agents, who we want who we need to keep, who can, you know, in our own teams, they're going to be free agents. We can talk about them. We can talk about who we want to bring in to improve our roster. Before I even get to out of the house, my mom and daddy always used to say, you got to take care of your in-house. And that's DJ Reader. Hey, listen. Before I even talk about why I think DJ Reader, this season at his position, 37 solo tackle, that puts him at 11 in the league at his position. He assisted on 13. Three sacks, that put him at 36 at his position. However, everything that he does at his position, controlling the line of scrimmage, helping the linebackers flow in and out of gaps, I don't want us to miss out on him. I don't want us to miss out on what he can possibly do especially if he got more help and talent around him. And we know J.J. Watt was out majority of the season, well, half of the season. But when J.J. was on the field, that's when he got his sacks at, when J.J. was on the field. So one thing I want to say is keep him, and let's see what he can do with more talent on the outside of him to free up more room for him to work. I think he's a monster talent because of what he does, everything on that defensive front. He is good at the rush when it comes to stopping the rush. And with some talent, I'm not saying he can go out there and give you double-digit sacks, but a healthy J.J. Watt on the field, the Texans also take care of getting more edge talent whether they get it in the draft, second or fourth round, whether they go out there and find some talent in free agency that can help with that edge position. Let's see what he can do with more talent around him. Now, I've mentioned I don't think we're going to get him and Roby, those two deals done before. And if you if we travel back in time when Brian Gain was still the GM, that was one of the main reasons why I just hate those one-year deals. You know, I got on him about that. Why sign Roby to a one-year deal? For one, considering the history of one-year deals for Houston. For two, you knew going into this season, this past season, of course, Jonathan Joseph was old. 
And we really lack depth at that position and talent. So to keep him around for more than one year would have been the smart thing to do. Now look where we are. However, that's the Buddha that has to be bitten. We'll see how that works out. Hopefully, if they can reconstruct the Vernon Hargraves deal, that'll give them some more money to play with. So bump that $54 million around that range up to close to 60. Then maybe they can get that deal done along with Tunsil and Reader. Then we have to see what Watson is going to do. Are you going to wait another year? That's a cat and mouse game in itself. But just to kind of give you guys a comparison of what DJ Reader can get money-wise, there are four players we're going to look at. First and foremost, his current contract, $638,854. The market value is five years, $59 million, average salary, $11.9 million. Now, at 59, I don't think he's going to get close to that. I don't think he's going to get the $11 million as his average earning per year. But here are a couple of players where I'm putting him around. Eddie Goldman, Brandon Williams, and Hakeem Hicks. Well, why am I choosing those guys? Well, Hakeem Hicks started 100% of the games before he got his contract. He averaged Hakeem Nicks. 0.31 sacks per game, 1.41 tackles per game, and 1.09 hurries per game. Go ahead and look at Goldman. 0.19 sacks per game, 1.9 tackles per game, 0.81 hurries per game. Brandon Williams, who also started 100% of the games before his contract, 0.09 sacks per game. 2.13 tackles per game, 0.94 hurries per game. Now we're going to look at DJ Reader. He started 100% of his games. How many sacks per game? Well, let's look at 0.16 tackles per game, 1.64 hurries per game, 1.32. So that'll put him around the Eddie Goldman contract. And Eddie Goldman's contract was four years, $42 million, an average salary of $10.5 million per year. And I think that's fair for Reader. I think all of those guys are the same, you know, statistically and what they bring to the team at their position. They're very similar in their style of play, which is why Goldman got his contract, which is why Hicks got his contract, which is why Williams got his contract, which is why Starr got his contract. They all do a little bit of everything at their position pretty damn good. I'm not going to really too much get on the sacks per game because it's an inside DL and he plays his position to what he's supposed to do. But Reader, 1.64 sacks per game. If I'm looking at the other four inside defensive tackles that I just mentioned, Hicks, Goldman, Brandon Williams, Starr, that 1.6 would put him at number three only trailing Brandon Williams and Eddie Goldman. If I look at the hurries per game, Reader beats those guys. He's at 1.32. The rest of them, there are two that all there are three that are not even over one, and only one is over one per game, which is Akeem Hicks. And I mentioned what he does at his positions with solo tackles and sacks. I think we can't miss out on him. We saw the best version of a Reader when there was talent around him. 
Now, of course, when Watt goes down, that opens up a lot of room for opposing offensive linemen to just kind of bully the rest of the Houston Texans front four because the, the, the pure talent isn't there. But when we saw Watt on the field the same time with Reader, he had good sack numbers, his hurries were better, and he was still succeeding in the areas we want him to continue to succeed in. I really want him back. And if we can work out the Vernon deal, I'm okay with missing out on Roby. But the scale is, do you put money into Roby and miss out on Reader? Do you put money into Reader and miss out on Roby? That's the question. It's like the red pill and blue pill. That's the conundrum right now when we look at what the Texans should do. And then, oh, on top of that, Chris Olsen, who's been with your team 13 years, got a raise a couple years ago as a cap master. He's out the door. So we'll see how that works out moving forward. Would you bet on it? Would you bet on that deal gets done? If not, well, then you just don't bet. But if you do want to bet, you don't want to bet, the only place you should bet is with my bookie, especially the Super Bowl is around the corner. Basketball season is alive and well. Zion Williamson put on a show Wednesday before getting pulled. We know baseball is going to kick up soon. March Madness is around the corner. So between all of those seasons, it's time to get off the sideline and get into the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites for the week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Tired of watching the game from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off of everything and back into the game. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code locked on to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code locked on to take advantage of my bookie's generous sign up offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get. Paid Fridays are for fun. I'm not going to hold you guys here too long. Go out there, have some fun with your friends, your family, get a beer, go watch a movie. There's a lot of sporting events over the weekend, especially if you're in Houston. The Houston Sabercats, Houston's first professional rugby team, has a game tomorrow. Check them out. Also, the XFL, which I mentioned earlier, which will feature Charles James. He will be coming back to play for the city of Houston, just not in the NFL. But with the XFL, go check them out. They'll be starting their season up in a couple of weeks. Houston has a lot to offer for the weekend. Free stuff. You know, you want to get some kids out there to have good times. They have a lot of free events. It does not matter. Check out YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Subscribe. Tweet us, follow us at you can argue that on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's. And don't forget to follow the Locked On Texans page as well. Until next time, next week, rather. Peace and enjoy the week. You are locked on Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day.